Coming up, we're going to talk about the creatures on Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. We're going to talk about dates for the holidays at Universal in 2019. And then I think we're going to Universal. We might. We might not. We'll have to see. Okay. Doesn't matter. Live from the Bob Varley Studio. Not live from the Bob Varley Studio. Just from the Bob Varley Studio. This is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 216 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is also brought to you by Dizboards.com. If you're looking for even more information to help you plan your Universal Orlando vacation, head over to Dizboards.com and join the discussion today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's show. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I am joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Yes. Thanks for being here, Rhino. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. So uh, we've got a great show coming up for you here today. Lots of shenanigans, I'm sure, are in store. Going to talk about some of the news. We may be taking you to Universal Orlando. I'm not quite positive on that. So today is Thursday the 25th that this is being released. And yesterday on the 24th, there was a special annual passholder preview of the Today Cafe at Universal Studios Florida. And the idea when we're recording this on the 23rd, the day before, is that we were indeed able to get in and take part of the experience. But obviously, we don't know for sure whether or not it happened. So uh, I'm mentioning it because it might be something that happens. And it also might not. So only time will tell. Uh, But hey, at least we know that Today Cafe will be ready soon for us to experience as just a normal guest and not an annual pass holder, per se. But uh, before we get to that and anything else, we have to go over uh, some other stuff. And uh, I know right off the bat of the show, I talked about the creatures. If you don't, didn't watch last week's show, didn't listen to it, or don't remember, uh, I mentioned that at that point, we are two days into the creature reveal of all the creatures coming to Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. And, well, that's that's over now. All the creatures have been revealed in in glorious glorious fashion not probably not all of them that you will see in the attraction but at least because they didn't reveal the unicorn but we know there's going to be a unicorn so uh they didn't reveal everything but they revealed five characters that we got to see uh see up uh, not up close but see in pictures so we're going to go over and talk about them all now so uh, it launched off with Fluffy, the three-headed dog. You know, uh, Rhino. Where where can you see Fluffy in the movies? Uh, Sorcerer's Stone. F- sorry, the answer was Philosopher's, Philosopher's Stone. Philosopher's Stone. Either one of those. So, uh, what what is Fluffy guarding? I mean, technically, in a grander scheme, he is guarding the Sorcerer's Stone. No, but he's, he's guarding like the a passageway. key or something, right? He's oh, the guard- passageway. Yeah, okay. He's guarding the passageway, and the only way to get past Fluffy is by uh, the the music box that's playing. Yes, that keeps that, Fluffy I remember to that. Sleep. Yeah. Yes, you do, and eventually you'll get down to the mirror of Erised, 
and that is where uh, that's where Harry it shows you your deepest stone. desires. Yes, and uh, getting the stone could be one. Uh, being reunited with your dead family could be one. It could be any of those. Longingly looking at your ex boyfriend could be another thing. Mm-hmm. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Uh, but yeah, so Fluffy, we got to see uh, we got to see Fluffy in action. So they they shared two shots of Fluffy hiding under the rocks, but then they also showed video of of Fluffy in action, moving around, and all three heads are moving. Like yeah, it's super impressive. I, I saw like people complaining where they were like, "Oh, this this um, this dog that you're going to go by for seconds has more movement in it than a dragon that stands stationary." And I'm like. Get over yourself. The dragon has to breathe fire every 15 minutes. Yeah. And I don't really want that moving around. Yeah. <laughs> and let's be real. It's the dragon would have to have some sort of covering over it to make sure that it was in. Like, I know there are there are examples of animatronics that can be in in bad conditions out in the open and still work work fine if not perfectly but let's be real if you're putting all this money into into animatronics you want to keep them as protected and safe as possible so i understand why they wouldn't want want too much going on with stuff like that so i think fluffy looks a lot of cool uh looks a, a lot, lot of cool. cool yeah fluffy very very cool very very so very nice um <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. So uh, then, also the next uh, the next announcement uh, the following day was the Cornish Pixies, the the fun little Cornish Pixies. And Rhino, do you remember what movie the Cornish Pixies were in? Was it Chamber of Secrets? It was Chamber mm. of Secrets. So and they we were saw- stupefied. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, we saw them in. Uh, we saw them in. Was it sup- stupefy? No, I think no. it was a Mobius or something. Yeah, it's it, the one that kind of freezes them temporarily. It wasn't the wood one, right? What's the one that sounds like wood and it made um Oh my gosh, I can't remember words for anything. Oh, the kid who cut the snake's head off. Neville, yeah. it made him like wood. Oh, they, they uh, no, 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 no. No, that's not that one where they freeze up like that. Um Petrify. It's, That's a, that. Yeah. That was what it was. Yeah, petrify. it's not. It's not. But petrify. it was. It was a Mobulus, I think. But they do. Uh, they do mess with Neville, and in that scene, and yeah, they, they like pull his ears. Pull, yeah, pull his ear, pull him up. So yeah, and uh, that happened under Gilderoy Lockhart's awful, awful guidance on there. So Jerk. there's going to be more than twenty pixies hidden throughout the entire adventure. They're right around a foot tall, just a little bit bigger than that. We know that they're going to be uh, definitely around the uh, the. Flying Ford Anglia, which will be placed out here too. So, uh, so it still fits where it is in the train. Yeah, it's still in the same. One of my favorite things is if you, you know, if you ride the Hogwarts Express from one side to the other, one park to the other, different show depending on where you are. But all of the things that you see on there are where they are when you get out of the train. Yeah. Like so that they're, they're perspectively like where they're supposed to be. As they should be. So uh, next creature isn't a creature of sorts, but it is something that we will encounter along the way, and that is the Devil Snare. Rhino, do you remember Devil Snare? What movie is that? Philosopher's Stone. Or or Forbidden Journey. Or, or yeah, I meant Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> Sorcerer's Stone. Do you remember where you, you have see to relax. the Devil Snare? Mm, and then you slip down into it. But where was this? It was right after the puppy. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, no. It was also one of the uh, one of the uh, things guarding the mirror of Erised and the Sorcerer's Stone. So, like Rhino said, uh, you cannot 
you can't not fight against the vines. Otherwise, uh, it will strangle you up and just uh, it'll kill you. So if you remain calm, you are uh, you are at your best advantage and you can drop down. And, well, I mean, we've talked about it before where the devil's snare is going to play into this attraction with the the effect that they're going to have. So it's it's going to be cool. Cannot wait for it. So then centaurs. Rhino, what's a centaur? It is a half human, half horse fella now, or lady. Now, do you want to describe the proportions of what you think are human and what are horse sized? Well, I don't. He could be very well off. I don't know. No, I mean like oh. the, the hooves. Oh, he's got four legs. It's basically a horse's body up to the neck, the neck, and then uh, say it's more like the waist, and then uh, human from waist up. Yeah. Human waist up. Yeah. So his human waist has been attached to the two. Front horse legs. But then they also have Terrifying. ears that are very uh, similar to the Navi of, of sorts, in a way. And uh, they're, they're hairy all over, like, like horses. So uh, the centaurs, though, uh, there's going to be one. It stands over eight feet tall, which uh, Universal like saying that would make him a great athlete in the muggle world. So I think that's stupid. Umbridge but, would not care for these people. I these don't. Folks. You she know does, what? She does not deem them acceptable it would make him maybe a great volleyball player it would make him a good basketball player height is not always an advantage in every sport oh yeah i bet he can bump that spike i he's he will never be a jockey he will never be a jockey so i don't i don't appreciate that so i can't imagine him playing (laughs) unless he's making other centaurs how's he gonna play water polo When's, when's the last time you've seen a horse swim well, he could play water polo. He could play regular polo as himself, riding himself like a jockey. But uh, he cannot play water polo. I don't believe that. So, uh, yeah, centaurs, they're going to be there. So, uh, you know, we've seen centaurs also, again, in Sorcerer's Stone, Philosopher Stone, uh, in the Forbidden Forest. So, uh, Firenze, that was the, the main one, the one who gets hated on because he, he helps Harry Potter along the way. So centaurs pretty cool and then the last one that was revealed was the blast ended scroot now rhino what movie is this end it's not in the movies that's correct (laughs) it's not so it has been mentioned before in the books in the goblet of fire order of the phoenix and half-blood prince uh the blast ended scroot is an actual creation of hagrid where he crossbred fire crabs and manticores and so now essentially we have these uh eight foot long creatures that are up to 10 feet high with their tails and it has a big stinger and uh essentially make these because hagrid is crazy so um they they, good thing he's a teacher at the local school exactly no no it's it's perfect perfect place for him but yeah uh essentially you know they're they're going to uh blast fire out of their ends so out of his butt <laughs> i don't like to say that i think that's why it's it has ended on that but uh so those are the main creatures revealed the blast ended skirt I, I think looks cool so i've heard some it chatter about out. what it creeps me out it looks mm-hmm. creepy it's gonna be fun though it's gonna be amazing it, so. yeah especially if it's farting fire at me or whatever yeah i'm assuming it will i just i i imagine that it's uh, i'm not gonna go there but uh it's i, I i've got i've got pots I've got them. So, 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for all the creatures, specifically seeing the blast ended Scrooge. But yeah, no, really all of them. So we're getting very close to the, the grand opening of it. So Universal says these also aren't the only creatures you may encounter, encounter on your journey with Hagrid. You may hear some Thestrals near the carriages. Uh, look out for sculptures of various magical creatures living in the Black Lake, including Merpeople and Grindelows. And keep your ears tuned for the voice of gnomes. They're known to scurry about the grounds and even more surprises, unicorn. So, uh, yep. Opening what about his little dragon? Remember uh, the little dragon yep. they made him get rid of? Yep. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe uh, Norbert? Norbit. I think that's a movie starring Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Norbit's the movie. Yeah, Nor- yeah Norbit. And yeah. it's also Hagrid's Dragon. Uh, yeah, nope. It opens June 13th again as a reminder for everyone. And I'm excited. I cannot wait for that. But we're going to move on to our next news story. And that is that we now have the 2019 holiday dates for Universal Orlando Resort. This is a very quick one. It's more of just a blip on the radar. And that is that the holidays will kick back off on November 16th, 2019 and run through January 5th, 2020. So uh, there's no announcements of anything being new as of this time. Uh, So we know that there will be stuff like the Christmas in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, which includes the magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle, that that uh, projection show happening over in Islands of Adventure. Of course, there's Christmas decor throughout the land. You have uh, Christmas Celestina Warback and the Banshees. Uh, you also have Universal's Holiday Parade featuring Macy's. You have Grinchmas over in Seuss Landing, including the Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular, which mm. got a refresh of sorts last year. So uh, I, I don't expect anything new this year. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe they'll add something new to the holiday parade, but I, I think it's going to be pretty typical for what's happening uh, each year in and out. But you'll be able to to start the holidays off at Universal on November sixteenth. I can tell you that for sure. So, any thoughts on that? You no, like, I just I look forward to it. It's like slamming from Halloween into Christmas real quick. Yeah, yeah, it is. But it's okay because I, I like it better than the days. The Universal didn't start their their holiday stuff until the first weekend of December. Yeah. And it's not that big of a deal now, but back in the day before you started, we always had either podcast crews or or our Diz parties that very first weekend of December to to center around Pete's birthday. And we almost always had to miss out on like all of our universal coverage on the first weekend for holiday stuff. Because we were always on a cruise ship or on a in a party, and I know that sounds like super, super like braggy on that, but it annoys me when I'm not at something on like the very first weekend. I like being there, so I, so I'm happy they moved it to to mid November on there. It gives you more time to enjoy the Christmas spirit. Amen. Christmas. Merry, Merry Chrysler. Thank you. Merry, Merry Chrysler. That's that's what Pops used to drive. Anyways, uh, so that's it for our little new segment we have here. And hopefully now I can say we are taking you to Universal Orlando right now. We made it to Universal Orlando. So don't have to worry about any awkward moments back in the studio now. But, of course, we came here for the opening of Today Cafe. Not the grand opening. The annual pass holder soft preview yeah. oh that just came out weird i did not enjoy that uh of course you see it right behind us uh spoiling the magic here a little bit we already were in there in eight so uh we had to get in line before uh, i have a commitment tonight 
So we needed to know that we could get in and out quickly. So we wanted to be one of the first people in there because of that, and blah, blah, blah. That's why we're now introducing this after we ate. So let's go inside. Let's get in our time machine. It's parked down the street <laughs> yeah. here. And go back to yeah. when we went inside, and Morning. we'll show you. We are inside Today Cafe right now, and yeah, I mean, you knew that, obviously. We weren't just going to stand outside the building. We had to come in. Uh, first off, it's a little bit of a different procedure right now while it's in this soft opening for annual pass holders, so I'm not going to really talk about the experience of like going through the entire line and getting there, but uh, once you do enter the building, the first thing you do is you make your way past all of the, the, the pastries and and, and breads and such so you know you'll see croissants and then then very fancy stuff like green tea matcha puffs and a earl grey lavender cream puff and then a big confetti cake uh, lemon meringue tarts like literally all the desserts you know just just like you got all the dessert items here back when this was Beverly Hills Boulangerie and then once you make your way past those then you get to the place where you actually order if you want the sandwiches and today we're not doing and desserts and stuff like that. We'll be back once it's fully open for that. We are here for the sandwiches and to try a salad and a big, uh, big, big choices to make there. So you know, because they have stuff like the Carnegie, which was your your pastrami sandwich that you would expect in a in a deli. You know, caprese sandwich, stuff like that. But we ultimately ultimately made two different choices in terms of sandwiches, one salad. And I'm going to start by talking about the one that's in front of me right now, which is... I apologize for the big pause there. It's the Big Apple. So basically, it is a um, it, it's red delicious apples, cheddar, pepper jack, Swiss, roasted tomatoes, grilled on farmhouse white bread. So a fancy grilled cheese. It's $11.99, and we got it with potato salad. So let me... Mm, get going on this? Mm. I don't know. How, how do you feel about apples and cheese? Are you a fan of that? I am a fan of that. Okay. So, like one of my favorite, I'm pretending I'm being healthy even when I'm not, kind of meals is a... Is like a turkey burger, but then with apples and cheese on top of it. So yeah, um, especially if it's like a brie, then I think that's the best combination. Um, okay, there we go. You didn't get an apple. <laughs> no, I did get an apple the first time. Uh, the apples are sliced thin, but for me, the big thing I was looking for was the pepper jack in there. That's like my, one of my favorite cheeses, mm -hmm. and so like. I got the cheddar right away. That's overpowering it. It's very cheesy. So if you like grilled cheeses, if you like fancy grilled cheeses, this is definitely it. The pepper jack didn't stick out enough for me right away. Finally came through. Uh, the apples are a perfect blend. I really like this, so... I'm going to put the rest down. Later, I'm going to now have some potato salad. Potato salad? It's actually like fingerling potatoes cut in half with the mixture. It's okay. I'm not... I'm going to have one more right away right now. Are the potatoes like super soft? Describe them. 
I think the potatoes are the right level of soft. I'm just not blown away by it. I don't know. I think being that it's like big potatoes like that, it's kind of like one of those dishes you want to just throw in your mouth, but the potatoes are big. The mayonnaise mixture on it, it's not, it's not too bad. But, you know, it's not like, it's not a game changer, for sure. But I'll let you start to try it. I am not usually a fan of apples with, uh, with like, cheese and stuff like that. It's one of those things I think about it and I go, no. But then I have it and I'm like, pretty good. Um, like, I had a turkey sandwich the other day. It caught me by surprise, but it was really delicious. Um, I'm a little concerned because I don't love Swiss cheese, but here we go. can't really taste it. If you could tell me that you ate it and tasted the Swiss right away, then I will call you a liar. No, the combo of cheese is really good. I get what you're saying. Definitely a lot of cheddar. I get that pepper jack. I didn't get an apple, though, so... I thought it was going to be like these like really thick cut pieces of the apple, I guess, and it's like, it seems like they're really thin, so it's more like, oh, actually, you know what? I just realized you can see a little bit hanging out. Is that cheese? That's an apple. That was an apple. Yeah, and you really thought that was cheese? It was yeah, it, it looked like it could have been a, a Gouda, even though that's not in here, is it? No, it's not. Um, I see what you're saying, though. No, but they're like very, very thin. I was thinking it was going to be like hunks of apple, so it gives it that nice like tart. It breaks up that cheese flavor. Words I can't describe. I am excited to try this potato salad, though, because it does look very appetizing. And I like when the potatoes are all like, still full. But for me, I feel like um, the mayonnaise mixture is actually pretty good, but I um, feel like the potatoes could have been a little more cooked. They're a little hard for my taste, but um, not bad. Not as amazing as I wanted it to be, though. And while I've got you here, I think I'm just going to dive right in to the other sandwich, which, let me just pull it up real quick here, was the uh, bowl, Bulls and the Bears, which is a smoky beef brisket, cheddar cheese, arugula, pickled red onion, horseradish cream, served on a crusty baguette for $13.99. This restaurant was so quiet when I came in here, and I spit food out on me. Um, so I'm just going to dive right in here. This looks good. I like a crusty baguette. Mm. Mm. I can hear the crunch all the way back from here. The roll, I was concerned when they said crispy baguette because sometimes, you know, that bread can get, like, really hard on the outside. and It sometimes cuts the inside of my gums. Um, but this is, like, nice and crunchy, super soft on the inside. And I was a little concerned. I know Craig loves his brisket, but sometimes it can be a little too much with, like, the barbecue sauce or whatever it's in. But... I actually really enjoy this a lot. Um, it's it's good. The the red onion isn't overpowering, um, and it's a very tasty, very tasty brisket. But you're the brisket expert, so I'm gonna let you try it and let me know what you think. Before I dig into that brisket sandwich, I'm going to take a sip of my nitro cold brew coffee. Uh, they, a 
of course, you know, they have touted the coffee here. They have, like, the one special roast that they have just for here. Uh, I didn't want that. It's very hot. That's why we're sitting inside in all this noise is because it's hot. I don't want it, but Nitro Cold Brew, solid. I love Nitro Cold Brew, so... I like how foamy it is. Yeah, no, it is. It's foamy. You know, having black coffee on nitro, it cuts out on like pretty much all of the bitterness. It ends up getting very creamy, like to the point where you never need cream with a nitro cold brew. At least I don't. I drink my coffee black normally, anyways. So then when I drink it on nitro, it's like a it's like a dessert drink actually, almost. So, uh, but it's good. Uh, $4.69 for it. It's a little steep. They also do have just cold brew coffee too, so make sure you are particular about which one you want or you'll be like me and and make them have to take it off and add it back on again. But, oh man, that is a crisp baguette. Yeah. Oh, I can hear that crunch over everything. I think most of it fell back out. That's a good freaking sandwich. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, I do love brisket of all kinds. Whether it's on the barbecue front, uh, sliced brisket like this, just any kind. Um, this is this is good brisket. Um, and then with the, the cheddar on the sandwich, it's pairing very nicely with that. Uh, the onions on there. And not too pickly. No, they're not too pickly. You get that little scent, that small little sense of uh, sweetness with it, but then also the the, the pickled uh, kind of sour tartness to it, too. It is really well balanced. This is an awesome sandwich. Uh, I was getting worried at $13.99 how that was going to be worth it, but I would say it definitely passes. So uh, the next thing I'm going to dig into also was on the plate was the fruit cup. And I like from the start, looking at it, that you can see like blueberries and a strawberry and watermelon and pineapple. pineapple and of course yeah. you have the, the standard crappy uh, fruit items, the melon, the honeydew on there. But it's like looking at it on the top, I'm hoping that it continues as you go down to the bottom. Yes, it's just an illusion. They <laughs> give you the three blueberries up front and then say hit the bricks. Oh, watermelon. That's 100% what they did. Yeah. <laughs> They hid all of the bad stuff at the bottom and made it seem like they were going to have good stuff by placing, placing that on top. But, you know, the fruit's tasty. It's fresh. I can't complain on that. I'd probably still opt to go for the potato salad as my first choice. But, you know, if it was really hot and I wanted that refreshing side, I'd, I'd probably go with the fruit cup. I'll let you try the fruit because you didn't, and then you can dig into the salad. I just ate all the pineapple. Oh, yeah. Big hunks of the honeydew and the... Is honeydew one and melons the other? I think so. Um, but, yeah, this is um, st still really good. I like that it's, a, like you said, a nice option on a hot day. Sometimes you just want some cold fruit, which is good, though. And I like that it's like strawberries, blueberries, and a little bit of pineapple, even if it still has the melon in there. 
melon yesterday's fruit. Well, we also got a salad. We got the Soho salad, and I am gonna read you what is on that in one second here. That is roasted cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, arugula, farro, avocado, prosciutto, and lemon vinaigrette. It looks really good. Um, the prosciutto's all cubed in here, so it presents itself like ham. I see one Brussels sprout right on top here. Oh, nope, we got another one underneath. Like this. I really like arugula, so I'm really happy that it's just there are salads that aren't just um, romaine, yeah, iceberg, whatever. You know, like it's nice to have another option. Um, I, I feel like arugula and prosciutto go together so well, and then you throw in some farro in there. Farro is the new quinoa, um, and uh, the roasted cauliflower, which I don't ever see outside of like me putting it on a salad of sweet tomatoes. So I am digging this. This one. Was, um, this was twelve forty nine. Um, comes on a bowl. I could see myself getting this again. Yeah, and the lemon vinaigrette. This salad was a little shiny. I was worried it was going to be like doused in that that lemon vinaigrette, but it's actually pretty pretty good. It's not super lemony, so it's very refreshing. I'm a fan. I'll let you try this because otherwise I'm going to keep eating it. Trying to get it all together in here. Make sure I have a little bit of everything. There's in a lot of marrow in this. Yeah. Mm. And I'm short on the avocado either. No. No. And I'm right there with you. I love arugula based salads. Almost popped out of my mouth there for a second. Uh, I actually, I think I'm at a point now in my life where I prefer arugula based salads. If, if I can find them in a place, you know, it's, I'll make it at home. Just toss it all together with a nice light, like olive oil, vinaigrette dressing. Um, and so I love it. That's the base for it. Some bites, I'm getting more lemon vinaigrette than others. But when I do get it, I like it a lot. For me, I'm the opposite of Rhino. Rhino likes light on the dressing. I am a heavy on the dressing person. So I wouldn't have been happy with more, but for the average person, I think there's probably a good amount there. The prosciutto definitely helps spice it up, make it way more interesting. I really like the salad. This is like, this is something I know I'll get again in the future. So, I think at this point, we're just going to finish up the food we have here, and then digest, and we'll let you know our final thoughts. Wowie wow wow. So, uh... Did any of your original opinions from when we were inside there, did any of those change? Yes. Okay. We'll see um, you next time. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, for me, clear winner was the brisket sandwich. I didn't actually even want to order it, but I know you love brisket, and I... Every time we were done recording, that like bread was so good and the brisket was really good. Yeah. I would definitely get that again. The salad was super delicious too. I actually think it was perfect to split the salad and the sandwich together. Nice uh, future option. The grilled cheese for me, I didn't care. Like it was okay when we first took the bite, but uh, it definitely needed more apple. 
Yeah. And I'm, I'm I'm also like in my personal life trying not to eat as much cheese lately, so it felt like a lot of cheese to me. But yeah. like, so it doesn't sit well for time. But you know, you're not gonna be like us and take pictures and do whatever. Yeah. So I, I mean, I understand what you're saying it with wasn't the cheese. No, yeah. they, it was good, and I could get through the half of the grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. But I, no. yeah, I couldn't yes. imagine if I would have had to eat the entire whole one by myself. That would have been way, way too much. Yeah, um, for sure. So, but you're right. The brisket was the standout. Uh, our friend Courtney, good God, our friend Courtney was sitting right beside us and she had the turkey sandwich and we were like on the fence about that. It looks like we would have made a good choice if we would have gotten it. It good, yeah. But we'll, we'll come back and get it at some point in time. But uh, I, I did like both. The brisket sandwich was like, that is worth making a trip back just for that sandwich. I really loved it. It's nice because everything we had, and judging from Courtney's dish too, everything looks like it's made with quality ingredients. Yeah. Though the potato salad wasn't particularly like the best potato salad I've ever had in my life. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Like, you know, it was still, it was still good. Yeah, I'm right yeah. there with you. So love the brisket. Probably passing the future on the grilled cheese, but yeah. it wasn't, it's not a bad choice if you make it. Just not just not one i'll probably do again yeah potato salad okay fruit fresh but give us more of the good stuff and the soho salad was awesome mm, awesome yeah, awesome yeah. i would definitely come back here yeah. again so yeah so you know we will be back here we have to come back for desserts i'm sure when we do that we will end up also getting uh another sandwich yeah. too to try it out so this isn't the last time we're here at today cafe uh, next time for time sure. Today. Yeah, last time today we'll be here at the Today Cafe. But we will be back again definitely to try the desserts. So on a future upcoming episode. Um, yeah, so back to the studio. And if we didn't just go there, then I apologize for that awkward pause. And we will uh, now wrap things up with the show like we have been doing lately, like is going to be a staple. We're going to answer two questions from YouTube. And once again, I will remind you, like I'm going to every week now, if you have a question for us that you want us to answer on next week's show, you need to leave a comment on YouTube with with your question in there so we can answer it. And if you're listening to this through iTunes or some other platform of audio listening, then you can always tweet at us at Telecluster at Rhino, R-Y-N-O-1185. You can uh, get us at DizUniversal. You can email us. You will podcast at DizUnplugged.com. Or you can just turn on YouTube for a second, find find this episode, and then leave the comment on this one. So uh, there there are options I promise you that there there are ways to get us to answer these questions, and we are going to answer two. Like I said, and I realized that this week what I was going to do was I was gonna I was gonna heart specific comments that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to answer, and that was going to be the way I could quickly uh, scroll to where it is. And then I realized after uh, after like two days, I forgot about that, and then I just started hearting um. a bunch of comments. So uh, then then it got ruined but just wearing that heart on your sleeve that's it you know what sometimes when i don't know what to say all i can do is share a heart and i realize that i should have more to say but sometimes i i don't and 
I do that. So uh, we're going to push her at that. We're going to do good. And this first one comes from Taryn D19. says, hi, guys. Curious. Do you have a favorite character interaction at Universal Studios or Island? Could be a favorite one-time interaction or a character who's consistently great for interaction. Mm. Thanks. I like uh, meeting Poe from Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. He was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't want to squeeze that big panda? You're not gonna. You're not gonna go with the farting glitter troll. I haven't met him. Hmm. I'd like okay. to. Hmm. I haven't seen his movie though. I don't know. Well, well I'm gonna. I, I feel like I'm going to start. I'm gonna say my two that I have. That uh, then you are going to end up jumping on the bandwagon for. We'll see. Because if it's Spider Man. I don't know. It's not. No, I do not care for any of the Marvel characters. It's nothing against them. They make me feel weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't like them. I don't like that I can see their faces. And some some of them, it's just it's uncomfortable. I don't care for it. Uh, but my two favorite interactions that I am happy every time I just time it right. I don't go out of my way to ever try to find characters at Universal. But uh, the ones that I'm happiest when I see, first off, Doc Brown. Uh, oh if yeah. It's Doc okay. Brown on his bike. You're right. I am hopping on it. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, I know. You're hopping on this one, sorry, I'm hopping. and you're going to hop on the next one. So uh, usually, you know, you can get lucky and find Doc Brown. He's either going to be riding on his bike through the streets of Hollywood, or you'll see him by by the train, obviously, and, and such, uh, kind of off to the side by Kid Zone. And I, whether he's on foot or if he is on bike, he is always spot on. Oh, he's I mean, great. He I love Doc when Brown. he's, like, crawling on the train. He'll, like, yeah. just pop up and be like, what? What's the day? What's the weather? Like he'll yeah. just yell something out. And you're like, oh, he has no barriers with it. Yeah. He does what he wants, and he interacts with who he wants. Like it's you know, every now and then you'll get lucky and he'll be like, "Can I get your picture on the bike with you?" Whatever, and he'll stop. And other times he's he'll just like ride by, and then I'll get. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. It's like okay, I I like that. He's he's committing to it. He he is just living this character day in day out. Does not care what anyone else thinks about it, and. So it makes it fun anytime you get to, to, to find him one way or another. And it's 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 a photo that I get every single time I see him. And the other one I love uh, that, you know, you never know quite where you'll find him. I think the last couple of times I found him, it's been outside of the uh, Classic Monsters uh, restaurant. Um, and who is that, Rhino? Beetlejuice. Yeah. It's while I could not stand Beetlejuice's Graveyard Review or Mashup, uh, anything with the Beetlejuice show, I like meeting beetlejuice as a person i think he makes me high energy what he makes me feel weird i like to watch him from a distance but not make eye contact because i'm afraid he'll talk to me but he i mean i I don't mind if he talks to me usually he's just gonna goes and gets in his own zone and starts doing his own thing and and, i can't do the beetlejuice i can't do michael keaton it's fine it's fine You'll, you'll get it one day i can't do it either but you know he just he takes it and he runs with it in his own way and I, it's it's an interesting character interaction. the The level of intensity I feel like you get at at Universal with these two characters, I feel like is unmatched in a lot of places. I'm not saying that there aren't characters that I feel like bring an enthusiasm to their roles. Uh, you know, like anytime I meet Flynn Rider over at Walt Disney World, I feel like Flynn always has this like arrogance to him and kind of an energy, but. It's I, I feel like Doc Brown and Beetlejuice are both truly eccentric mm. and it makes it uh it makes it fun going out of your way to, to actually meet them. But 
Any other ones that you have now? Is it true? Like, Betty I Boop? I meeting the Scooby-Doo Yep. Gang. What? Yeah, because they're always with the mystery machine, so you can meet them, and it's always fun. I don't know. I don't always like the Shaggy, but the uh, Velma and Daphne are good. I wanted to call oh. her <laughs> Louise, but... <laughs> I mean, That's essentially, fine. it's the same yeah. thing. <laughs> so, so uh, no, it's the same thing, but... But I yeah. always like to pretend I'm actually meeting a Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, I, I don't know why my brain... I know why my brain is like that, because in the live-action Scooby-Doo, it was Sarah Michelle Gellar. But I keep thinking I'm meeting that version of uh, Daphne and not the cartoon one that I'm actually meeting. So I like to believe that's who it is. Mm. It's my own little world I live in. That, that is good. That is good. So um, I'm just trying to find one more question. There's two here that I could technically ask, but I'm trying to... To think between there's there's actually a couple more, but um, which one do I want to go with? Which one do I want to go with? Um, okay, I'm I'm just gonna answer it. It's it's from Mischief Managed, and Mischief Managed, uh, he he or she, sorry, I don't know which one or anything else. Might not be any of those. It might be robot. <laughs> that's what you jump to i believe that robots could be with us today there you go okay then potentially robot potentially anything but mischief manage says i've often heard people moan about universal photo pass and compare it unfavorably to disney's offering could you either do a vlog or answer a question about how to get the most of from a universal photo pass so my uh, universal photos I never have used it. Uh, I, I like they're always there at the front of the park with their yellow Nikon cameras. But I, they've got like the areas around the park now where you can like take your, you just kind of scan the ticket and like it takes the photo for you and it's not a human being anymore. Like in the Jurassic Park area, um, I don't know. I I don't really know much about it because it's not something I need to use. I feel like I've had a picture taken by them once and it didn't come out great. But that was also true of disney's photo pass too so i don't yeah so here's where i'm gonna break it down uh and go into it so my universal photos uh there are different packages that you can get from it there's a one day photo package for 69 dollars and 99 cents uh, exclusively available online you get one day of photos in the parks unlimited digital downloads of your theme park photos uh, a my universal photos themed lanyard and card you get discounts on my universal photos photo gift products uh, view and share your photos through the amazing pictures mobile app a one four by six and one five by seven print and then exclusive pricing on other prints the three-day package has the same thing uh, three consecutive days of photos uh, for 89 dollars and 99 cents on it uh, then they go in a little bit uh, further with that, with five dollar five by seven or ten dollar eight by ten prints, uh, two dollar four by six prints, so a little bit better for you. And then Volcano Bay also does a package for thirty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Save ten dollars off that package as well as three day package if you buy it online versus uh, through the parks. And then every now and then with a vacation package, you will you will receive a, a a discount or thrown into a vacation package as well too so there's lots of locations that do take this uh in quotes so uh as obviously rhino said uh, right at the the front of the park as you're coming in they Can't will miss it. 
uh, you you want to miss it, but you, you can't. can't. Yeah, <laughs> they'll always want to take your picture, and you'd be like, "No, I don't want it. I'm alone." Yeah, and I don't care for that. So uh, you will. They have it at the ET's toy closet. So where you have the photo spot with ET, uh, at the SpongeBob, at the SpongeBob meet and greet, Men in Black, obviously on ride, Revenge of the Mummy on ride, Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket on ride, uh, at the Shrek Donkey and Friends meet and greet, uh, Transformers meet and greet, uh, then random characters roaming around Universal. Uh, like Rhino said, there's the Back to the Future automated photo capture. Uh, I didn't say that. Well, you mentioned that they have where's the Back automatic. to the Future one. It is With the by DeLorean? the DeLorean, yeah. I didn't know yeah. there was an automatic one yeah. over there. Yeah, it's yeah. that one and then the one at in um and the jurassic park one you. yeah i knew yeah. about that by the so, jeep with the yeah. uh, b- which makes no sense because the jeep is with the spinosaurus yeah. from the third movie but whatever we're not going to yep. get into that yeah exactly and then uh, there's a photo op inside despicable me and then the gringotts uh in the queue where they will take your photo for your bank id crap like that uh islands of adventure you have um spider-man in the store the on mm. um you have amazing adventures of spider-man uh, Incredible Hulk coaster, Dudley Do writes, rips off all Jurassic Park River Adventure. Is there uh, a Spider Man? What do you mean? There's a Spider Man photo op in the ride? There is the one. I know the one is they do have a Spider Man you can meet in the one store. And then, much like Gringotts, I don't know if they do it all the time, <laughs> but they'll do the one where when you get to the one room, they'll be like, okay, everyone get in front of the green screen wall and, oh, and pose. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. That's something that they would run. Uh, they and they have another NQ photo for High in the Sky, Seuss Trolley Train Ride. Uh, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, obviously, on that ride. The Raptor Encounter. And then just, you know, random other characters throughout. I'm not going to go into Volcano Bay. There's ride photos on a lot of the slides. Uh, there's a bunch of selfie stations set up. It's Volcano Bay. <laughs> photos of you on water slides are never things you want to look at. <laughs> oh, good. You're like, oh, oh this is so fun. <laughs> like slightly in pain, but also like shocked, but also having a good time. Yeah. So I, I think the thing is with this, it's just for me, uh, as much as I dislike a lot of times the photo pass photographers over at Disney – it's. I feel like I can usually get a couple good photos out of it throughout the entire year, but that's because we're fortunate enough to have it in our annual pass where we always get free photo pass yeah. pictures. Uh, I, I never once came to the parks where we took enough pictures as a family where I could have justified the price of paying for something like that. I can't justify it here. There's just not enough that you get your picture from in the parks. There's not enough photographers placed around. And I have had our picture taken at some like the character breakfasts, other moments where I've just gone and looked to see what job they did it. And Yeah, you hate the Grinch one. I, I hate the Grinch one. I've had my I did have my picture taken before at one of the in the one of the first ones that you get when you walked in just to see what they did. And they aren't good photographers and i'm not trying to slander anyone or get them to force them into losing their job at it i just don't think they are talented uh if they can barely use the cameras that you have i can only imagine what would happen if you then handed your camera to them that's even more complicated and said can you take my picture i don't feel like they would be able to and much like disney that is the same thing they they know how to use the cameras they have and and 
the settings that they're taught to use, and it's like something you don't want to break. I'm not saying every single one of these photographers isn't good. Some of them, I'm sure, do the job because they love photography, and that is something they're passionate about, and they are good at it. But unfortunately, there's too many bad ones in the group to really justify it. And until they have automatic photo spots everywhere around so you always know you're going to get a good photo, I just – I can't – I personally will never – pay that price to have universal photos Mm-mm. for a day uh, about the only way i would do it every now and then universal will do like a free giveaway first person to meet at this spot will get a free free uh, my universal photos for the day and i think about that sometime like oh that would be cool to win except i can't because i have family who works for universal and because of that i am not eligible to win any of their prizes mm. so that sucks but yeah uh, maybe one day we'll pay and do a full review on it but just on paper from what i've seen from just getting goofy photos taken uh, with character meals and such i can never justify the cost from it not because of not because of the photographers and not because of having enough to to warrant it mhm mhm Okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, so thank you so much to everyone out there for listening and watching. Rhino, thank you for joining along in this discussion. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and, of course, if you need more information, head over to... Head over to our show notes page disunplugged.com you can find show notes for this show and all the others on the disunplugged podcast network you can find links to our twitter facebook instagram email address uopodcast at disunplugged.com plus so much more so disunplugged.com on that of course you can always head over to disboards continue the conversation and jump in on the universal forums over there lots of great extra information if you're watching this on youtube go ahead subscribe hit that bell button so you get alerted anytime we get a new video and then as always leave us comments down below leave us your questions for next week and we will answer them and hit a thumbs up are we definitely having a show next week yeah, well... I'm just checking oh. because the Tuesday show, we're not having a Tuesday show. We might not be having a show next week. We got a lot of... There's a social media events going on for mm. 30th anniversary and whatnot, and it, you know... So I don't know that there's a day that we're going to be able to come here and record this, or we can maybe, like, do something in the park and whatever. Mm, did not think about that. Sorry. We'll have to ponder it over. Hmm. So if you don't see us next week, we'll be back the week after, either way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. So that that's definitely happening. So, uh, <laughs> whoopsies. Okay, and then, uh, where was I at in this whole spiel? And... Man, doesn't really matter. Oh, iTunes. If you're listening to this on iTunes or any other place, make sure you uh, subscribe, rate, and review us, whether it's iTunes. I think I added us finally to Spotify. And I think we're available on Google still. I think we're available on Stitcher. I I try to cover most. I just realized Spotify had podcasts on it. My thing told me, and I was like, why aren't we there? I we, we, are. we are someone I, I don't use Spotify. I use free Spotify every now and then, but I don't I don't pay for Spotify. I'm on the Apple Music camp because I feel like it has always synced with my devices better and now that it also syncs with Alexa, I feel like it's it about does, time. 
It, uh, yeah, no, it, it took a while, but you know what? Amazon and Apple, of course, they were going to fight it out there for a while. So, and there's there is that mix where I know there's stuff on there's stuff on Spotify that I wish I had on iTunes that I don't, and there's stuff on iTunes that I know I have that's not on Spotify, and so it was like. It well, all came down to somebody gave me a gift card, yeah. and that's where I got pulled in. And well, so I'm stuck. For me, I was on RDO, and then that, that I believe, got absorbed by Pandora. That, yeah. oh, that was way – that was back before Spotify was really good. It was it was an awesome one, had a great interface. It was perfect. I love it. I miss it. I don't think there is a perfect service at this point all around but, but we're not on pandora yeah, so no, we're not on there uh that's a discussion for a different show our favorite streaming music services <laughs> yeah. that have nothing to do with universal any sorry for that uh, tangent there right at the end but thanks for watching and listening we maybe will see you next week until then uh we still have not changed the name 